Let's have that conversation with Jim Paulson. He's the chief investment strategist at Luthal Group. Joining me here this morning, Jim. It looks like there are some things here that point towards bullish pickup. You got the dollar down. You've got yields down. But are those happening for the right reasons for bulls? I think so. I think we got some good stuff finally going on here. Um, you know, there's some very volatile. Part of this is just as you said, it's weak economic growth across the spectrum here, Oliver, that's, uh, you know, the stag part of inflation, if you will, but it's slowed, you know, pretty precipitously. And of course, there's worry about uh, recession, but I'll tell you what, it's taken the bite out of yields. And I think that's the most important thing for the stock market right now is we've got to stop the yield route, which we've done. And now you open up the possibility of some good catalyst happening. You know, what if the 10 year breaks below 3%? What if crude oil breaks below, uh, WTI breaks below $100? Uh, what if the Fed uh, gets you know a lot more dovish before the next meeting, uh, realizing how much real growth is slowed? And the other part of the story, I think, is inflation is really uh, growing in terms of evidence that it's rolling over. The whole commodity spectrum now, industrials are down for the year, agriculture's breaking down, softs are breaking, now the energy complex is breaking down. That's a that's the leading edge of inflation pressure that's rolling over. And, you know, that could really change the Fed's opinion on things. So, you know, if you had a positive move to dovishness by the Fed with lower bond yields um, and further evidence of inflation rolling over, um, that's a lot of positives under the stock market right now, given how, how lowly priced it already is, so to speak, priced for a recession, even if we do have a mild one. Okay, two uh, questions here on the commodity side, Jim, as it pertains to peak inflation. First one is there's peak inflation and there's just whatever inflation is. If we peak out at the eight and a half percent and we're at eight or we're at seven or at six and a half, does any of that change the Fed's plan? I, I, you know, the, the history of peak inflations, particularly inflations that are above 5%, Oliver, none of them have rounded tops huh. if you go back 1940 they're all so it'll come down hard you think yes i think it's already starting to do that um and, and you know just there's other evidence beyond the commodity spectrum the wage inflation uh has been year on year it's down to 5.2 percent it's been flat for the last seven months because the labor force has been surging but more importantly, in the last four months, wage inflation is annualized at a three and three quarters percent pace. So wage inflation is going to come down. Well, if you look back historically, when CPI inflation generally goes up, it's when wages are above it. And that is not the case today. It's their way, they're three and a half percent below it, maybe even further on the four month rate. So there's a lot of downward pressure on that headline CPI number coming from the lack of wage pressures, if, if you will, right now. Look at uh, used vehicle prices were going up at 40 to 50% year on year earlier this year and much of last year. They're now under 10% gains. Uh, freight rates, shipping freight rates are down by one half since March from their highs compared to their lows of last year. And then look at what retail inventories have suddenly surged, but it's gonna bring retail discounts at the price store. So to me, with commodity thrust kind of uh, eliminating itself, um, you're looking at July numbers for energy inflation, which could be flat to down. 
And mm. so you know, I, I really think there's a, a really encouraging story happening in place front. And the Fed will also see that. And when you look at that and how much the Citigroup Economic Surprise Index is now down to minus 70, which is its lowest level since the recovery started, uh, I think the Fed could make a dovish move. What would that look like, uh, uh, Jim? Is that saying uh, there's nothing after August? Is that saying the next meeting is a hard 50, no 75? Because I think yeah. I think that's already being somewhat starting to be thought about by market participants. Is we don't get a 75 the next meeting, we get a 50, and uh, you know it, we'll see what happens here even before the next meeting if if commodity prices keep coming off. You know, maybe, maybe you get a 50, but a lot of dovish commentary. Hmm. I'm just saying that, the you know, the leader of the Fed is, the Fed's not driving independently. The leader of the Fed is the economy first and foremost. And right now, both inflation and real growth are moderating. That is a signal to the Fed that they might think about moderating. In addition to that, the next boss for the Fed is the 10-year bond yield, is the bond vigilante. They're saying there's been enough tightening, if you will, right now. So to me, the, the two bosses of the Fed are, are universal in their message at the moment that maybe maybe these ideas of radical uh, great tightening yet to come might be easing up. We had that some could be a bid for the market. We had something similar in May after the FOMC where Powell said that July would be 50 instead of 75. We went into May FOMC, Mark was expecting him to signal 75 for July, he said 50. Bonds rallied then for about two weeks and it looked like the market was getting in line with Powell. Is there a risk that we're just doing the same thing again? Because bonds were pricing in a more hawkish path this time too, compared to what Powell gave us for the next couple months. Are bonds gonna rally? And then we'll find out that actually we're rallying because there's economic risk and Powell needs to come out and fight inflation even harder to save our economy? Because it kind of seems like that's what happened from May to June. The bond market ultimately was proven right, even after a brief moment after FOMC where it looked like bonds were gonna rally. Turns out Powell had to turn and go even more hawkish. I just think there's a ton more evidence right now that inflation has rolled over and then there was back then, Oliver. I mean, the core CPI, core PPI, core PCE all have decelerated year on year for the last two months. That's never happened since inflation first went up. Uh, and we have a lot weaker real growth environment than we did back then as well. So we no longer have real growth thrust uh, pushing upward on inflation. I, I don't know, I think we're in a different place. And, not to mention the fact the stock market's in a different place, you know, a, a lot cheaper, if you will, than it was uh, back in uh, back then as well. So I, I just think we're in a different place. I think there's great fear of, of recession. Um, and, and to me, um, I don't think we're gonna have recession. The yield curve is still positively sloped and the tens to cash yield curve is forecasted every recession going back to the Great Depression. And we're still a long ways from inversion, for example. And there's other indicators as well. Are hmm. we slowing down? Absolutely. We got a mid-cycle slowdown, which we get almost in every cycle after the Fed first starts to tighten. And that's what we got here. But I think, I think this is more of a mid-cycle correction than it is a cycle-ending recessionary situation. Hey, Jim, just real quick then. So the action from the investment strategy, is it then to buy stocks as a whole uh, and the idea that the, we've passed the worst 
for the inflation pressure on the Fed? Or is it to buy bonds that might be a win-win where either the Fed has to slow down for a good reason or they have to slow down for a bad reason? Either way, bonds rally. Yeah, I um, I, I think there's a, a further rally yet in bonds, if if uh, if this if I'm correct on that. But I think stocks will will start to outperform bonds again. Um, I would move a little bit back towards growth stocks, and I'd also uh, dump my you know energy and commodity stocks. Uh, I would start to lighten up on my defensive equities in favor of some of the cyclicals that have been beat up on recession fears. I, I guess that's where I would tilt and lean here. You know, if, if we decide that inflation's peak, and I think we're already starting to do that, that's why bond yields are coming down. And then the next shoe to drop is we decide we're not going to recess. That happens. You're going to want to be in stocks. I'm great to catch up. Thanks for the analysis. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Oliver, as always. Absolutely. Good to see you. Uh, Jim's chief investment strategist at the Luthal Group. I like the point about how when inflation spikes the way it has, it generally doesn't plateau. It comes down pretty hard.